Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast. I am your host, Miss Jennifer Levon, and this is episode 81. <laughs> I was just telling my YouTube audience that I just had a major calamity of errors as I was going to start this podcast. It's Sunday morning at the moment. I wanted to bring a little candle for some ambiance. I mean, this is kind of pathetic, but my little candle here, the YouTube family can see it, um, to do my podcast because it's Sunday morning. It's a little chilly. Uh, I should have a sweatshirt on because I'm cold, but I always wear sweatshirts and I have some shirts that I actually just want to show because I think they're fun. This says, what the fuckulent, which I think is really cute. It's about succulents. Um, anyway, I, so I go downstairs to gather my, cause I'm like, this is a morning podcast. I've got my coffee. Look, can you even see it's got steam? See the steam? Doesn't that make you want a cup of coffee? I'm having my morning coffee. Hold on. I'm going to take a sip. Mm. Ah, delicious. I was going to take a shower first. And then I'm like, cause I haven't washed my hair since last weekend. It's like, this is day seven, I think, but I'm like, you know what? It, it looks okay. I'm not, I'm just going to do the podcast because people are texting me through, um, or they're DMing me saying, did you record it yet? Or are you going to put it out yet? Because I have some news. Um, there has been a plot twist and I thought my cat was poking his head in here. Anyway, so I go downstairs as I'm getting ready. Um, and I need to get coffee. I have this, I have a drip in my tub. And so I put this jug, uh, like a, you know, you'd make like orange juice and put it, you know, you make orange juice in it. Uh, I keep that underneath the drip. And so I collect water every day and I refill the animal bowls with it. Cause I, I don't know, I'm just like super anal about it now. So I bring that downstairs to fill up the water bowls. And so I, as I'm coming back up, I've got the coffee in my hand just made. I've got the candle I have the water jug and I still need to go back down and get my computer and I'm wearing flip-flops because it's cold in the house and my I want to keep my feet warm. So I get to the top step and my freaking flip-flop like catches the top step just enough to make me trip enough to toss my coffee. Like not a lot, but it definitely went pew, and it like spilled on the floor and I was like, oh my God, God damn. And like Owen was sleeping and he's like, what? I said, I just, <laughs> I just spilled my coffee on the floor. So I'm thinking that's just it. I'll just go back. I'll wipe that up. You know, I have hardwood floors or whatever, the fake linoleum floors or whatever, um, the fake wood linoleum, um, all over the upstairs. So it's an easy cleanup. So I'm gonna, I'm going to go clean that up and then I'll go, you know, start the podcast. And so I walk into my closet to set said candle down on the table and I step and it felt like <laughs> it didn't feel like carpet. And <laughs> it felt a little soft. And uh, I take a step back into my bathroom with my flip-flop and um, my flip-flop sticks to the floor for a second. And I look down and I see that I have stepped into a fresh pile of cat shit. And so that is all over my, almost my entire flip flop. I look in the bathroom or in the, in the closet and yes, there is, um, I actually pulled most of it off the carpet and then just put it on my bathroom floor. So there was a giant pile of hot cat shit. Like he just did it. It's sky. He's a goddamn nightmare. He always shits somewhere in the house. And because we took all the carpet out, now he seeks my closet because it's the only place with carpet. He drives me bonkers. And yes, I have a litter box and yes, I've tried everything. He doesn't like litter boxes at all. So, and if you do it too low, you know, he likes 
carpet. He likes to shit on carpet. So I guess I don't, maybe I should just get a box and put carpet in it. I don't know. I mean, oh my God. But he doesn't like the box. Hold on. Oh. Anyways, I can't believe all that just happened. And I was like, God, I'm like, I just wanted to record this podcast. So, um, yeah, I can, God, there's a bag on this door and I keep thinking it's somebody like looking in here at me. Okay. I'm going to hook that over here. My closet's a mess. Um, anyways, okay. Two things I've, I thought of, um, since the last podcast. Well, of course, Jeff Antonchuk has still not accepted my friend friend request on um, Facebook. And when I go to look at it, it says in the little box, cancel request, meaning they're asking me if I want to cancel the request. But when I see that, I have a little mini heart attack because I think it says that he canceled my request. I'm like, oh my God, like, so I'm still dealing with this high school angst, angst about Jeff Antonchuk. I'm still like feeling that I'm going to be rejected by him. And I can't believe like it will really bother me. I don't know why it looks like my levels are insanely high, even though I'm like not really close to the microphone. Maybe that's better. I just don't want the first five minutes to be like blowing people's ears out. Um, and then another thing that I've been meaning to mention, and I forgot to remember the guy that asked me to go to, uh, Seattle with him to see Bruce Springsteen, or maybe it was Portland. I don't remember. Anyway, you know, he's the PE teacher that I'd gone out with and we had been, you know, completely physical and yes, he knew about my status and all that. But anyways, I just thought it was crazy. He never, like, he's never said another word to me since. Never. Like what? You asked me to go away. You were going to pay for everything. We would have been in a hotel for two nights alone together. Like you, well, like, I don't know. It's so bizarre. And we've been intimate before. So clearly that would have been an intimate trip or romantic of some sort. He's never talked to me again. Nothing. And remember the tickets just couldn't be exchanged into my name. And that was the reason it didn't happen. I mean, I just find that so strange. Like, and I saw him on Tinder. I think it was Tinder or Bumble. And I just, I'm like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Not matching there. So, mm. okay. Let's get into it. Everybody's dying to hear the story that knows about it from Instagram. And sorry if you're trying to be friends with me on Instagram. At the moment, my HIV account, which is P-O-Z-L-E-I-G-H, Posley, Lee is my middle name. It's private at the moment. Um, some people are DMing me on, on a, I was going to say Costco. What? Hello. On um, YouTube asking how to contact me. Um, just, I don't know. Right. I don't do like personal, like people will send me their phone numbers. Like, I don't know why people think I have the time to call people that I don't know and like counsel them. Like, or they'll say, you know, I really, really like a lot of people will come at me and you have, you guys have to understand how this makes me feel. You're freaking out. You write that in all of your stuff. I'm freaking out. I need someone to talk to you. I just need to talk to you. Can you call me? Can I write to you? Like, it's like, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't know why I don't mean to be mean, but come on now. Like I, and I know that people who aren't in my position, who aren't like the ones writing will look at me and think, God, that's so rude of you. Like, how come you can't just find the time for these people? Cause it's like every single day there's messages after message and everybody's freaking out. So like, and it's all about HIV obviously, but like all of that anxiety, I, taken. Like it's, it becomes my problem. And it's like, I can't like, I'm, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I just can't take on everybody's anxiety. So you guys have to deal with your own stuff. Like I'm, you know, happy to share my experience and talk to you about, you know, what it is 
to live with this. It's just basically the stigma, obviously, um, and and all that. But you're like, yeah, you guys just have to go test. I mean, mostly it's just people testing that are freaking out about testing and they want to talk to me about it. It's like, I can't hold everybody's hand. I just can't. Okay, tangent. Anyways. Oh. And hi, mom. My mom's listening to my podcast now. She just told me yesterday she was listening and she says, that is so funny. She's like, I was listening the other day to that episode where you talked about, she says, what was that acronym again that, that has to do with sex? <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I said, somp, sit on my face. And she's like, yes, that is so funny. She goes, I'm a starfish. I'll always be a starfish. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> no, that's really funny, mom. As I was saying, oh yeah, there was that one person who wrote that, you know, she's always going to be a starfish. Sorry, I'm not going to be sitting on your face. Um, so yeah. Oh, and no, no updates on um, my situationship. He has not contacted me. Um, he wrote to me during the week and sent me a picture of himself. This is so bizarre. Sent me a picture of himself um, at some food, like he said it was a food show. And he gets, he basically he sent me a picture of himself holding a... Um, Oh, what's the champagne and the orange juice? A mimosa. And it was like 3.30 in the afternoon. And he said, is a, is it okay to drink mimosas on the job or whatever? And he sent me this picture of himself holding a mimosa. And I said, I don't know. I was just like, I was at work with kids. And I said something about that. Um, oh, I'm at work with kids. Lucky you. Where are you? And he said, food show. And I said, I don't know. And then I just write something else. He's so, he's dry. He's so dry as fuck. Like seriously. And then he writes Santa Rosa. That's it. And then I sent him a picture of me back that I think looked pretty cute. Cause of course I'm going to make sure I take the cutest picture and it was outside and it was just, you know, of my face. And I said, um, just sitting here at school with kids all around me or whatever. I had a hood on, the hair was placed nicely it was the good side, you know, good angle, just smiling at the camera. Nothing. Nada. He doesn't say anything like you. Nothing. Not that I'm searching for a compliment. So then, well, I mean, I guess I, guess I was. Um, I, I say to him, I, something about cute picture. I love your facial hair looks nice. I always love that. He says nothing. Sorry. The coffee always makes me like, it loosens like crap in my throat and I can feel that happening. Anyways. Um, yeah, we haven't talked since. And I'm just like, he didn't even deserve all that. Like he's not that hot. He's not. And like, I'm sorry, but I'm a catch compared to him. And I like, I'm kind of pissed that he's being so quiet and hasn't said a word to me. So anyways, whatever. Uh, so, and I don't really care because it's like, I'm so like right down the middle with him, like on being not attracted to being yeah, I like the hugs and the kisses and the sex, but like, uh, not, it's not so attracted, you know, it's like, I kind of have to have an edible and stuff to be there and feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, he's not really my type. So I'm, I guess I'm just, it just fills in a void, I guess. Oh, oh. My stomach's talking. All right. So yesterday morning, my phone does a da ding at six thirty in the morning, six thirty one, and I my eyes are all blurry. I open my phone and it says it's I okay I'll say it's Tom. I did say on my Instagram story, although it's private now. I actually said his real name, but um I'm gonna keep it Tom on here. Um and I said this is the fireman. Remember the fireman, the firefighter. Remember that story of the wild goose chase. So it's him. It's him. It's been like, I don't know, three weeks 
since all this happened, maybe a month, I'm not totally sure. I think it was mid-March when this happened. Um, he says, are you ready for this? I owe you an apology. What the fuck? I'm like, my eyes just were like, what? Like I had to keep reading it over and over. And I like laid there thinking, what is what? Never thought I would get an answer to what happened that night. That was the most bizarre thing that's ever happened to me ever. And going back, like, I mean, there's people that commented that he was going to try to kill me and all this. I mean, come on, like people go crazy in their head. But anyways, I was like a range of emotions being kind of like, fuck him. I'm not answering, you know, or like, he's just like giving me a little crumb so that I'll, you know, say more. Cause I th I'm thinking, why don't you just say what your apology is? Like, why do you just say I owe you an apology? Cause I waited. And so like 20 minutes later, nothing. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to answer this right away. I'm like, cause I'm really, I, I've built this up in my head that it's this big evil thing, you know, that happened. And so I'm not sure how I want to respond. I put it on my Instagram story and people are like, don't say anything. He's a narcissist. He's just, he, I know this type of man. He's just trying to, you know, um, control you and he can't stand that you, you didn't talk to him anymore. And what, which is not true because I did write to him after and said how mean that was. And that I'd sent him a screenshot of, the fire department and said, you were sending me to the fire department? Like what the F? So, uh, and he had never responded to any of that. So, um, it wasn't that. So anyways, I waited and kind of like, I put it on my Instagram story. Um, and I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm not sure. And then people are like, don't respond. Don't respond. And I'm, I'm like, no, I want to respond, but just not right away. And I even thought of waiting a whole day. And then I was like, no, that's just, you know, playing games. I like, I really do want to know what happened. So I am going to respond. I'm just not sure how. And I like, it's funny. I have my friend Kira's like, don't respond. And then like, I think she told me that at one point she said, don't respond at all. But, um, so I finally decide to say, um, three hours later, yeah, but an explanation would be nice or would be better. That's why I said an explanation would be better. And he says, um, and I don't have the, um, exact wording right in front of me, but something about, um, and he didn't take long to respond. He said something like, I'm busy at work right now. Would it be okay if I called you at my lunch break? So it was around, mm, let's see, it was around nine 30. I feel like when I wrote that and I said, and, he, and then he sent a second, a second text right after that. And he put please period. And I was like, Oh wow. And I was like, okay. So I said, yeah, I'll be around. So I'm like, I'm telling people my Instagram story, like there's going to be a phone call, like he's going to call me. And, um, I'm honestly like super nervous about it. Cause I don't know what he's going to say. Like, I don't, I'm like, why does he want to call me? You know, it was making me feel nervous that he was going to be mad at me in some way. Like, I don't even know, but I was, I was, I was ready for it, but I was also like, I really was a little nervous. So I tried to keep myself busy until lunchtime and, um, you know, I took my dog for a walk. I took a bath. I was just trying to like not think about it too much. Oh, I wanted to make sure that there wasn't like anything that was going to interrupt me when he called. Of course, both my daughters showed up after he called to wash their cars in my driveway and they're like, 
yelling up to me constantly like, where's this? Where's that? I'm like, oh my God, like I'm trying to have this conversation. So yes, he writes to me just after noon, like 1204 or something and says, is now a good time to call? Like really being super polite. And I said, yes, it's fine. So he calls, phone's ringing. I see his name come up on my phone. I'm like, oh my God. Like, here it goes. I really honestly never, ever thought I would get any kind of closure on this situation. It was really, I've just been thinking this is going to be something I'm just going to have to like chalk up to guys being assholes. It's the worst Tinder experience I've ever had. And, um, but no. <laughs> so I answer, I say, hi, Tom. And he says, hi, Jennifer. And I say, well, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> like, I didn't really know what to say. And he, st he starts to say, he goes, he takes a deep breath and he's like, well, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you. And I said, wait a second, before you say anything, I want to tell you that I appreciate you reaching out to me, regardless of what you're going to tell me. I really want to thank you for at least clearing up whatever you're going to tell me because, um, yeah, I said, you didn't have to, you could have left this on silence or read or whatever, read, whatever they say, you could have said nothing. And, um, so I really appreciate the fact that you're even calling me to clear up anything. And he said, wow, thank you. I really appreciate that. So we were both nervous. You could tell. And I said, so what happened? <laughs> and he goes, he says, are you ready for this? Like I, w I still couldn't believe it. He says, well, you know, Jennifer, I have to tell you, I was, I did lie to you about where I lived. And he goes, I, I was, I was ashamed. And he goes, I was just, and he said the word ashamed like twice. And I was like, what? He goes, but I did lie to you about where I lived. I, I don't live there. And I was like, well, yeah, but that was the fire department. I get that you don't live there. And so he said, yeah. So what happened was, and really remember when I was lost that night, because the the part of the address that he had sent me wasn't underlined on the text when he sent it to me. It was just the numbers. Um, it was just, it said 17 mile drive. So that's all that Google maps knew. And so it sent me to 17 mile drive with no address because the four digit address wasn't underlined for some reason in the link. So it didn't know where to send me. It wasn't until the next day that I actually Googled that address and realized it was his fire department. But anyways, so he's remember I had called him cause I was lost and he did answer and he was trying to help me find him. Like he was like, there was nothing weird in that phone call. What was weird was that he hung up on me and didn't answer again and never responded again. That was what was weird. So what he explained to me is that he was ashamed and embarrassed about where he lives. He's 47 years old. You know, he went through a divorce four years ago and I mean, the dude has a, like a, like a good job. I mean, obviously. And he, you know, went through, I think, you know, he has alimony issues, I'm sure for a while. So that's part of his money goes to that. And so I would never expect him to be like living in, I mean, I didn't think he lived on 17 mile drive. That kind of it was confusing to me. Like, I'm like, wow, the guy that you live with, must have like somewhat of a nice house. I can't imagine that he's living like in a big old mansion on 17 mile drive. I'd never envisioned that, but maybe he thought I did because I knew that he lived on someone's property that he worked with. It's another firefighter and he rents, um, a space from him in the back. Um, I'm not 
picky about that, like at all. I've, I just, everyone's going through their own shit and I would never be judgmental about where someone lives. Um, maybe if it's super dirty, I might be kind of like, wow, like what a mess. But I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not really like picky at all about that. I mean, shit, I've met guys who lived in the back of someone's house, like in a tent. You got, remember? I mean, literally, oh my God, that guy Curtis I met, Jesus. Anyways, so he, he said, well, he was ashamed. So what he had done is he gave me the address to the fire department. He said, I was going to meet you there and then explain to you that, you know, that I don't live there, obviously. So he said, what happened, what happened was that I had passed by and I, I had even said to him, Oh, is that where you work? Cause I told him, I said, I said that to you. I said, Oh, is that where you work? I said, you were there. And he said, yeah, he goes, I was there. And he goes, I was walking up the driveway up to 17 mile drive from the driveway. And he goes, I saw your car pass by. And he goes, I think it was the second time you passed by. And he goes, I know this is really cowardly of me and everything goes, but like all of it hit me at that moment. And he goes, and I didn't know how to handle it. And he goes, so I hung up because he goes, I know I'm a fireman. I know I'm a paramedic and I deal with a lot of stuff. He goes, but it's hard for me to admit, but he goes, I have a lot of anxiety too. And he goes, so when I saw your car, it all became very real that I had basically lied about where I lived and that I was sending you to the wrong location and I was going to have to explain it. And he goes, and I just freaked out. And he said, so I didn't, I didn't respond. And he goes, and he goes, I know it was really awful. And he goes, and I'm so, so sorry. And he goes, um, I'm reaching out to you. He said, because I, um, really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you and I've missed you. And he said, and I, um, I just, you know, I knew that I needed to reach back out to you. And so, um, yeah, and I don't want to forget anything here because I mentioned to him about being on Tinder and that me seeing that he was ENM on there. And he, by the way, he's off. He goes, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not on Bumble anymore. And he goes on him. I think he said he wasn't on Tinder either. He goes, yeah, I'm not doing that either. He said that a, a, most women do care a lot about where somebody lives and they can be very judgmental about that and expect you to be in this place in your life. And if you're not, they're you know? And so he didn't know that about me. He thought that I might be completely turned off if I saw where he lived and I wouldn't want to see him again. So I, you know, I know people will be like, Oh no, like he's, this is just total BS that he's making this up. And he really, you know, I really like, you know, like you guys don't know him. I've gotten to know him. I know how he was when I met him. He was very kind. He was sweet. That's what drew me to him. Um, but what I really think is, is that he's actually shy and a bit insecure. And he, I mean, he even said to me, like he said a few things during the conversation that blew my mind. One of them was that he thought that he goes, you, you definitely, cause I talked about fire firefighters. I'm getting off track here, but I talked about firefighters and how, uh, or just firemen in general and fire stations. And I said, you know, this is how it went down for me. I didn't know for sure if there was like a vibe between us when we met in person. I said, but when I went to see you at your station, and by the way, he said he doesn't like the station. He didn't want to show me that station that he was at that night where he was trying to meet me because he said, it's, you know, it's not the nice one that I met him at. And the one that I met him at was just like a substitute station he was filling in for somebody. Um, but anyways, I said, yeah, that station was like, oh my gosh, it was like so nice. It was like what you'd see in the movies, you know, it was beautiful Carmel Valley, just so nice. 
And um, I said, yeah, I was totally wowed by the engines. I said, well, you have to know that like women in general are completely like, we go cuckoo for firemen. I mean, it's like, we're, we're stupid about it. And I said, so I really thought you took advantage of knowing that and led me on and then just dropped me um, because I didn't know why. And I said, oh, I did say, I said, did it have, did you not talk to me or did you drop this? I said, this had, did this have anything to do with me having HIV? And he said, no, not at all. Like, it was like, no, he goes, you explained that like really well. He goes, you know, I am. And he kind of laughed. He goes, I am medically trained. He goes like, he goes, of course I didn't know a lot about it. He goes, but the way you explained everything, he goes, you know, it was clear. And he goes, no, that it had nothing to do with that. He goes, it was just me feeling like I was embarrassed about where I lived. And he goes, and I just, I, I blew it. He goes, I don't know. He goes, I just literally freaked out. And he goes, I know you wanted to see me again. And he goes, I guess I just wasn't really sure how to handle all of it. So I really truly think that he was um, kind of shy, believe it or not. So he says to me that he goes, you know that you were more impressed by the fire department than you were with me that night. And I was like, what? I'm like, are you serious? And he, he laughed and he goes, obviously, he goes, I could tell. He goes, you really like the fire engine more than you like me. And I said, oh my God, I don't, I'm surprised you're even saying that because we, we're, you know, sneaking kisses all around the station. And then by the end, we were totally making out on the couch down in the living room area and then up in the office. And I'm like, how, what? Like, I mean, obviously I liked you. And I said, look, it just, it all felt weird to me. And he was, he said, oh yeah, he says to me, he goes, well, look at you. He goes, you're this tall, I mean, I'm just repeating what he said. He goes, this tall, beautiful, skinny, blonde bombshell. He said something like that. He goes, like, he kind of made me feel like he was saying like, what, what would you want to, you know, what would you want with me? Like, like he made me feel like I was levels above him and he was surprised that I liked him. I don't, I mean, it kind of made me feel like that the way he was saying it. And, um, and I have to say he was so humble and sincere. This was not the awful monster that I portrayed. And I feel really bad about the other podcast, honestly, because and I don't think he, I don't, he doesn't know anything about it. He never said anything about it, but I almost feel like I should change the thumbnail. So it's not so obvious because it says, you know, literally it says, let's not date firemen or let's not, um, go out with firemen or something. And it's like kind of firemen on the, on the thumbnail with me, you know, looking at the firemen and like, it's, yeah, it's a big orange background. So if he were to go to my channel, which I told him I changed the name on everything because of what happened with him. And I actually told him about the other date I went on and that the guy ghosted me after. And I said, so after that, I assumed everything was related to HIV. So I changed everything. And he said, oh my God. He goes, he was like, I feel so bad if I had any part of that. He goes, I think what you do is really awesome. And he goes, you know, you're there for people. He goes, I hope people still have a way of finding you. And, um, but he never asked what my new channel name was or anything. So I don't think he would look, although I did give him my full name. Like, yeah, I just, oh my God, I've, I've got to change the, the thumbnail to that. Cause I don't want him to ever hear that, but it, it was a good story and I don't want to like delete the podcast or anything. But so, um, back to our conversation, we talked for an hour um, I went through all of the things that I was really suspicious about, like his trip to LA. And he said, I said, you know, when you said that morning that you were going to go to LA, like that was your first day off. And I wanted to see you that night. I thought you wanted to see me too. Cause we had had a really fun night the night before. I think I know I'd seen him on a, yeah, I'd seen him on 
Sunday and then Monday night when I I would have gone to see him like I I shouldn't have pushed so much to see him I guess but I really wanted to see him again uh we had sort of I don't know he was busy all day like gardening like he wasn't answering my text messages things felt weird for me but you know it felt weird for me but that doesn't mean that on his end he is having the same exact thoughts and feelings and it's really hard that you you feel like somebody should be responding in a certain way because of the way you feel, but they are having their own experience and maybe they don't feel the need to text right away for whatever reason. And they're not having any angst about it. They're just busy doing stuff where I'm internalizing all of the quietness and thinking that it's related to me. And I, you know, I was, it was all based on me being so excited about having those feelings for him that Sunday night when I met him at the um, fire station. So anyways, he said that he did go on that trip. Obviously he goes, I knew because I said to him that morning, Tuesday, remember mo Monday night, I had kind of said something about, you know, Hey, let, let's hang out. And then he's, and then when I, it got later and later, and then he was like, I'll be home around eight. And the more I thought about it, I was starting to get tired. I'm like, why am I driving all the way out there to have like, hardly any time to hang out with him to have to come back home and go to bed because it'll be too late. And he, then he thanked me for like, thank you for being understanding. I think tomorrow night would be better because I'd be more prepared. And my place is a mess right now. I, you know, I haven't been able to clean up yet. And so that was the plan. We were going to wait till Tuesday night, but then Tuesday morning, he sends me this, oh my God, I'm going to have to go probably help my kid with his car. And of course, in my mind, I'm thinking he's making all these things up to avoid me. So I was really getting like confused by it. And then when he doesn't tell me that he left for LA, but I see on Bumble that it says that he is uh, traveling. It says, Tom is traveling. Check back later when he comes back. I'm like, Oh my God. Like he literally went and he didn't tell me. So he tells me that, um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. He goes, I just knew that you would probably be mad that he goes, you know, that I went and I did go cause I wasn't available. And I said, well, I said to you kids first, you know, I understand that I have three of my own, obviously kids first. Um, I think I told you guys, he has the same order kids that I do girl, girl, boy, and his boy is 19. Um, but anyways, he started having kids earlier than me, obviously, because he's five years younger than me. But um, anyways, he said, yeah, well, some women say that like kids first, but they don't really mean it. And he goes, and they can get really mad if you um, have to do things for your kids. And it like gets interferes with, you know, the time that you might spend with them. And so um, I said, no, I really meant that. I get that. I mean, obviously, I said, our kids are always going to come first, even if they're 34 years old. Like, you know, that's just how it is. We are always their parents. And no matter what, if they need our help, like they come first. And I, of course, I wouldn't have been mad about that. But I had waited for your reply to know if you were going down to LA and you never told me. I said, so when I see on Bumble that you were traveling, I said, I, my heart sank and it made me feel really bad. And he goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. He goes, I just figured you'd be mad that I left. And so I didn't know. I guess I didn't. I said, yeah, but you know, then I, I asked you if you had gone like at six 30 at night, I finally wrote to you and said, you know, I guess you went to LA and I said, it took you three hours to reply. And he goes, yeah, I know. I'm like, so he didn't really have good answers for that. Just more that he was, I guess, avoiding confrontation. Cause I don't know. I still don't really get that part, but he said, no, I, I went to LA. I was definitely down there. And then I'd asked him like, and then I started, remember, I started thinking that that training, uh, that he had down in LA the following week. Cause remember I was like all excited saying, Hey, I'll, it's my spring break. I'll come down there and meet you. He, 
I said to him, I said that, you know, I said, I got too excited. Obviously I said, I haven't had any kind of reciprocal, you know, like excitement from somebody. It's been a long time. I said, I, I jumped the gun on that. But when you wrote, you know, when I, when you told, I told you my spring break and you wrote back, fuck like that, the way that you wrote that made me feel like you were, you were like, Oh my God, I want to see you, but you're on spring break. Like I, took it that way. And so then I was willing to do whatever it would have been to go down to LA and hang out with you when you were done training each day. Like it would have been fun for me. And he goes, he goes, I could not have expected you because he didn't really push that whole narrative of me going down there. It was like, he kind of turned it all into a joke. Like I could dress up as a firefighter and put a mustache on. And, you know, he never like really understood that I will really would have gone down there and like hung out during the day in LA and then hung out with him at night, which maybe it's too much. And maybe that overwhelmed him. But he basically said, I could never have expected you to drive four and a half, five hours to go down there where I'm going to be basically busy all day. Um, and he goes, so I just, yeah, he goes, I just never even like, so it was like a lot of lack or miscommunications through texting. And I took it as a rejection, but he just felt like that would be way too much to ask. And he said, I asked him how the training was like, just to kind of see if he really did do a training. He goes, Oh, it was really good. He goes, you know, there was guys there from, he mentioned several different cities or counties. And he said, you know, it really is like, it is like one family, you know, he goes, you get there and like you all, like, even though you don't know each other, it's just, just like, and I said, yeah, like a brotherhood. And he goes, yeah, exactly. He goes, it is. It was really good. And so like, definitely he went down for that training that was not made up. Um, so what I, you know, really got from all of this is that he is, he is shy. Um, he's a little un unsure of like how to navigate dating, I thought he was a player. I misjudged all of that. I really think that he's actually a bit insecure, honestly, and maybe intimidated by me. I mean, he knows that I have been with a lot of people and he has not. And, you know, we had had that discussion and I did tell you, I felt his nervousness when we were kissing. Like I definitely felt it a little bit. Um, so, mm. so we basically just, you know, thanked each other again so much for the phone call. I thanked him before we'd even hung up. He'd already sent me a kiss emoji. He texted it to me and I said, well, let's, you know, um, let's talk or whatever. And he, he said, well, if I don't answer right away, it's only because I'm at work and, and I'm, you know, I might be busy doing you know, a call or whatever, but yeah, please, you know, like definitely text me and, you know, let's, let's talk or whatever. So, um, I just wrote to him after we hung up and I said, um, thank you with the praying hands. And he said, no, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call more than you'll ever know. Dot, dot, dot. And then he said a second text and he says, Hey, do you play pickleball? The guys here at work want, want me to play pickleball later. And I've never played. And I said, that's really funny because literally yesterday at work, the kids at my school were playing pickleball and I was telling the other ladies that I work with that it looks like it's zero fun and I'd rather be playing tennis. I do not understand the craze with pickleball. The ball, it doesn't look like anyone has great control of it and these paddles are small. Like I don't understand the point of it at all. Um, so anyways, I, I kind of roughly said that and I said, um, I said, you should try it. And he goes, and he sent a smiley face and he says, will do. And so I didn't respond to that. 
And like later on in the evening, I was watching a, a skate video. I follow this kid from, well, he's not a kid anymore. I guess he's in his early 20s. But Garrett Jenner, he's a professional skateboarder from Aptos. And um, he lives down in L.A. now. And he um, owns a house in L.A. And he had built this skate park, basically a backyard skate park. Um, and he was redoing the whole thing. And it's like fun to watch the change, what he, what he built and like what he took down and what he's now put in. And um, anyways, I was just watching that. And then another video popped up about... Um, the craziest backyard skate parks, you know, top 10 list or whatever. And I was watching it he skates. And so I thought, Oh, I'm going to send him this, the link to this. And so I, around, I don't know, it was in the evening. I had made the best dinner, by the way. I made it, I, I kind of didn't eat all day just knowing that I was going to make this dinner. So I made like this killer salad with like everything I like in it, cucumbers, pickled beets, lettuce, blue cheese, um, peas, yellow bell pepper, um, blue cheese dressing. What else do I have in there? Cherry tomatoes all mixed up real good. And I eat it in a giant mixing bowl because I don't know, I want to get all the salad dressing all over it. Um, I had that and then I made spaghetti with, I know I broke my rule. I got tur ground turkey meat and, um, made that with uh, zucchini and bell pepper, grilled all that up. Oh, an onion and celery. I don't know. I had some celery. So I chopped it up real small and added that to all of that. So that was like the, the like protein part of it. Put that on with spaghetti sauce and, you know, like the nice Parmesan The you know, like the Parmesan that isn't like, well, I did both actually, but like the nice fancy one and then the granulated one. Oh my God, it was so good. And a glass of red wine. And then I'd gone to the store and I bought all this. And then I got, um, I made Rice Krispie treats because it's like my favorite dessert besides donuts and also got ice cream. So I made like, <laughs> God, I like, I, I don't feel like I picked out, but I made a little ice cream. Like I was having the best time all by myself, having my glass of wine and everything. Um, and so I, I just decided to text him and um, send him the link to that video. And he said, he said, um, he just sent like the big eyes emoji. He right away responded and said, uh, tripping, like, you know, he's tripping on the video or whatever. And I told him, uh, Manny's this guy, Manny, the skater, um, it's my favorite skate backyard skate park. I would say, I don't know. It's just aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing the way this guy built the skate park in his backyard around the trees. And, um, I don't know. It's not one that I could even probably skate, but I just like the way it looked. And I, I think I like him the way he responded to, uh, people possibly breaking into his backyard and him catching them or calling the police because he was doing this video, kind of making it clear that he had the skate park in his backyard. The skater is really funny. Um, I think it's Santino is his last name. I think I'm saying it wrong, but he's got a missing front tooth and he probably, did that skating and he's never replaced it. And so you kind of like always recognize him because he's got a missing front tooth. Sorry, my stomach is like, burp, burp, burp. I hope you can't hear that. Anyway, so I sent him that. And then just a little chit chat back and forth about the skating. And that was it. And then um, I went to bed and then I got up and I'm recording this. So nothing from him yet today, but the, the, the door is open. It's open to, I don't know. I really don't. I, I, the feelings that I had are not there anymore because obviously like that was all in the moment. I was really excited about him and, um, everything's chilled out since then. And I went through, a, um, obviously a period of hating him. And so I've had to like, kind of turn that around in my head that he didn't mean anything evil by it. He literally just, you know, panicked and didn't know how to handle the situation. And, you know, I give him tons of credit for getting a hold of me. He just said, you know, I, I've missed talking to you. Um, oh, and the, the, oh, the E&M thing. He said that he didn't even know what that was. He goes, I, they give you all these options on, um, Tinder. And I, 
I said, yeah, that, so that means that you're like either in a relationship. Cause I had wondered if you were married or had a girlfriend. And I said, you could have made anything up because at the, that station, nobody knew you, you were a substitute that day. And there was only two guys you were working with. They'd never met you before. So you bringing me to that station, um, you know, was like, you could have had something going on and that would be safe to bring me there because they would never know if you were married or whatever. So, and he goes, Oh my God, no. But anyways, he said, yeah, I didn't really know what that meant. Um, but yeah, he goes, I took that off or whatever the ENM thing. I don't know if he's on Tinder anymore because I swiped left on him. So it went away and I don't, I don't really know if he's there or not anymore. Um, oh, and the other thing, yeah. Like, so I was like, well, what were you going to do if I went to your station? And he says, yeah, I was going to have to explain that, um, I don't live there because I know you just wanted to spend some time with me. Some, and he kept saying some like quiet alone time to get to know me better. And so I think he was trying to provide that at the station. And somehow he was going to tell me in that moment that, you know, maybe going to his place wasn't such a great idea, but I guess he just, he thought it part way through. And then when I was in the area, it all hit him that he didn't know how to handle it. And he just, instead of handling it, he just didn't. And like he said, he goes, I, when I saw your car go by, I think it, he goes, I think you went by the second time. He goes, I just, I didn't know what to do. And so, um, yeah, so sorry, my stomach keeps making noise. <laughs> I probably have to go to the bathroom, but I don't feel like I do, but it keeps like grumbling. Um, so yeah, so I really, you know, it made me see a side of him that was very vulnerable for sure. And I don't think like, you know, he's this monster anymore. And I, and I take back what I said about firemen. <laughs> Maybe they are really nice. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really like so happy that he reached out to me and did that because I mean, it was even just getting that message. I owe you an apology. I told people on Instagram when I write to him again and say, you know, yeah, but an explanation would be better. I said, even if I don't hear from him ever again, that was enough just to have him send me that. Like, obviously I had been on his mind. Obviously something's been bothering him. Obviously it was him and not me. And so it like, I feel so light now knowing that it had nothing to do with HIV. I feel so light that he cleared it all up. I mean, I got a total closure and if nothing else, he's, he could be a friend, but I'd still be curious to see him again. I do. I want to see him. And I mean, he, like he said, he goes, we never got to surf together. He goes, I mean, I really don't want to surf in this cold water. He really hates um, surfing in cold water. Um, and he said, and you'd sent me that video of you skating. And he goes, you know, like I never got to see you skate. Like he goes, I've thought about all these things and I'm like, oh, that's like so nice, you know? And so I'm like, maybe, you know, we'll do one of these things together. You know, I don't know. I really don't. I'm kind of like, hi, Finn. Finn would like to go to the bathroom. I'm sort of leaving that in his hands to see if he can make that happen. Because I told him, I said, you know, it was shocking to me that it, you weren't aware that the night that I was trying to drive to see you, that that would have been the only night in the next like two weeks that we could see each other. Um, you know, he didn't really respond to that. He didn't say much to that, but I was like, you know, it was surprising to me that you didn't like get that. Cause like, that was really the only time we were going to see each other. So I don't know. I mean, it was, he definitely made an effort to come see me. Um, 
when we met in Santa Cruz and said, I'll come to you. And then he was super happy about me coming to the station that night. Like he was like, yes, please come. I'd love to see you. But then after that, I feel like it's been hard to see him. So I took it very personally that it was something about me that he didn't like, or he's afraid of me, or he's just leading me on, or he's just a giant jerk, or you know, he's having a big laugh about it all. And he was like, he just was like, uh, he's so calm and peaceful, you know, like in person and over the phone. And like, I, I heard all of that again and he was, no, that's not it. And I thought, God, you know, we probably should have talked more than texted because texting is just leaves too much to the imagination, honestly. So yeah, so that's it. That's what happened. And I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure. We'll just see. Um, I'm still on Tinder. I'm like freaking matched to like 50 people right now. I don't even know what to do with all this. A lot of them are younger, but, and nobody really lives close by. Oh, I don't know. I get really tired of like going on dates. Like it's happened a few times where I just get ghosted after and it really hurts your, it hurts your ego a lot because you're like, you don't know what caused that. You have no idea. Maybe he is, this person's going in another direction maybe they hated your face in person, you know, you don't know. And like, you think like, it makes you think like when you're walking around on the street, how many people would actually not want to be near you? Like, and then you're like, Oh my God, like I literally put it to the test. I met with this person in person and then they rejected me by saying nothing after I, it's happened now with <clears throat> two people. Usually I'm the one who's doing the rejecting. So to have, it's just, it hurts. It hurts to have a man, not say anything to you again. And then you just can't, you don't know what it is that you did. And so I don't know that I want to go on any dates at the moment. I'm kind of just happy not. So that's it. Um, I'm still working really hard on getting everything, um, scrubbed off of the internet. It's going well. I have many, many things that are gone now that when you search my name, you can't find them. I'm now having to work on specific articles that were written about me and people are so nice to change my name, my legal name, Jennifer Vonda Lee Owens. I've changed everything to Lee Owens, Lee, Lee Owens, L-E-I-G-H, which, which is my middle name. And then of course, Owen is my son. So I just thought that I like that. I like that name. So articles that I've written, even um, thought catalog, they're changing the writer name to that. And then they're changing the picture. So if you search it up, you won't find my picture. I don't want any more of the picture with my shirt that says, this is what HIV looks like. It was all good for a time. Um, yeah, I'm moving on past that. I don't want me to be my, me, Jennifer Vaughn associated with HIV anymore because it's not who I am. I, you know, it was a time in my life and, um, but it's all still there. Everything, all my videos are still there. It's just not under my name anymore. So, okay guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and, um, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Can't think of anything else to share at the moment. All right. Have a good one here, Finn. You want to say bye to the, the YouTube family? There's Finn. He wants to go for a walk. You want to go for a walk? Did you smell the poo on the floor? There's poo-poo on the floor, Finny. Yeah. Disgusting, huh? Thanks for not eating it. Okay. Say bye, Finny. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Have a good one. If you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.